What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Consumer Ammunition Tactics Podcast, or CAT, where we provide you with consumer education to help you leverage your power as a consumer within this United States corporation. My name is Michael Benjamin. I'm the CEO of Consumer Ammunition Tactics, or CAT, where we repair your credit and help you get funding. Welcome to the episode. What's up, y'all? My name is Michael Benjamin. I'm the CEO of Consumer Ammunition Tactics, or CAT, where we repair your credit and help you get funding. And sometimes we give you some consumer education. So today's episode, real quick, I just want y'all to be updated. Um, last episode, I told y'all I was in Atlanta. I am now in Miami. Um, I just heard Floyd Mayweather speak, uh, Gilly, and Wallow. And um, I'm going to hear Rick Ross tomorrow as well. So yeah, I'm at a conference right now. It's crazy. And everything's going, um, you know, pretty dope right now. It's a recession-proof um, conference with uh, him, five hundred. If you know him on Instagram, so yeah, man, it's it's, it's just been crazy. Miami is um, a whole different vibe. Everything is um, dope, but you know, the work continues. So I wanted to just drop this quick episode on y'all, and I want y'all to pretty much just be aware of three different dates when it comes to your credit cards. And I want to actually teach y'all how to hide your utilization rate. So that you don't have to be paying interest on any of your credit cards, because when we talk about everyday expenses, sometimes, you know, we might not have enough money to pay off our cards down to zero. But with this uh, hiding utilization rate method, you know, you guys should be able to avoid paying interest on your credit cards. And that's my whole um, goal for you. So the first thing we got to be aware of, which is a prerequisite for um, the hiding utilization rate is you want to be aware of three different dates when it comes to your credit cards. So with your credit cards, you obviously have your due date. That's number one. You have your statement date or closing date. They're used interchangeably sometimes. Um, that's number two. And then number three is your um, reporting date, right? So you have your due date, you have your statement or closing date, and you have your reporting date. So your due date, like I said, is when your card is actually due. So let's just, for example, sake, let's just say it's due on the first. Um, and then your statement or closing date, that would be for your statement. That would be for your um, statement for that month. And then the closing date would be, you know, that would be the closing of that period, right? So it might be from, um, you know, the 31st or something. Let me not even use that. You know, the podcast is done. It's better than perfect. So I'm going to just leave that in. But Let's for a simple example, let's just say your statement or closing day would be due on the fourth. And our example with um the whole first thing. So my point in saying that with uh your due date being on the first and then your closing date or statement day being on the fourth is that you have a three day period where your statement or closing day still hasn't occurred. A lot of people, this is where a lot of people mess up. So a lot of people mess up because as soon as they pay it off on the first of the month, right? They start using the card again on the second, like, okay, I can go back to using my card. No, that's going to go in terms of your utilization. So you're messing up, right? You got to understand that you're messing up by doing that. So you got to understand when your actual statement or closing date is so that you can make sure that when you want to continue using your card, it happens after that date. You don't want it to happen before that date. Just because you paid your card off on the first down to zero, it doesn't mean you can continue using it on the second or third if your statement or closing date is on the 4th. So I need y'all to really understand that and grasp that concept. If you want to know what your due date is, call your company. If you want to know what your statement or closing date is, call your company. If you want to know when they report to the bureaus, call your credit card company. Literally get your credit card right now. 
um, depending on what your credit card is. I think on all the credit cards that should be on the back, you know, you'll have a number that you can call and just ask, right? You can be, you can literally be on the phone with uh, the credit card people for hours if you want, just asking them questions left and right. So I just want y'all to really be aware of that so that um, you don't, you don't, you don't get it messed up in terms of, you know, your due dates and stuff like that. All right. So after that, what we got is your reporting date. Your reporting date is when it reports to the bureaus. So remember, due, due date, closing or statement date, and a reporting date. So I say this to say, when we talk about how we actually hide your credit card utilization, you've got to be aware of the fact that you can change these dates if they don't work in your favor, right? So depending on the credit card you have, you might be able to change it multiple times. You might be able to change it one time. You might be able to change it, you know, a variable amount of times, but you can change the date. Why do I say this? If you can change your due date, that means you can change your statement or closing date and your reporting date because your reporting date comes after, right? So for example's sake, due date is the first, fourth is a closing or statement date, and then let's say the seventh is when it reports to the bureaus. So I say that to say, if you want to hide your utilization rate, or which will help you avoid paying interest, hiding your utilization rate is where we pay um, the balance down to zero. So listen, listen very closely. Get out pen, pad, all that, whatever you need. So the way that we're going to do it is we want to look at how much lines of credit we have. So for example's sake, I'm just going to use $10,000. $10,000 in total lines of credit. And I'm going to use two credit cards. We're going to use two credit cards. So let's say we have one card that's $5,000, a second card that's $5,000. The first is our due date for one of them. And then the first is our due date. Let's say the first is our due date for everything. So what we're going to want to do is we want to split our um, cards in half, right? So we want one that's due on the first, which will be $5,000. And we want the other $5,000, which is the remaining half, to be due two weeks later, which will be the 15th. Let me explain why. So as the first is about to happen, what we're going to do, assuming that the card that is um, due on the first, let's just say it's ran up, you maxed it out at $5,000. We'll take the card that is supposed to be due on the 15th, assuming that it has $0 on it. We're going to liquidate that card, right? So we're going to liquidate that card, meaning we're going to get $5,000 out of that card. Once we get that $5,000 out of that card, we're going to pay down the card that is due on the 1st to down to 0. So now what happens is we've transferred the balance from the card that was maxed out on the 1st to now the card that is going to be due on the 15th. So now we have enough time to you know, go back and transfer the balance again. And if you didn't understand that, please go back and replay it. But, you know, we took the card, we liquidated the card that's due on the 15th. We liquidated that $5,000, paid the card that's due on the 1st down to zero because the card that's um, due on the 1st was maxed out. And the example I'm using, if you hear background noise, we're in Miami. So once you paid that down to zero, what happens now is it's going to report as zero on your um, credit report. And as the 15th is about to come, obviously you have a $5,000 bill that's due, right? Because you've you've liquidated the $5,000 and paid that down. So what we're going to do is we're going to liquidate the card that's due on the 1st, right? So now we're going to liquidate that $5,000. We pay pay down the one that's due on the 15th. So essentially what we're doing in the most simplest way I could tell y'all is we're liquidating a credit card. So we're, we're getting our credit card and turning it into cash. And then we are transferring the balances. So we're never paying interest, right? Whenever the due date is about to come, liquidate the credit card. You never pay the interest on it. 
you might ask, how can I liquidate my credit card? All right. Y'all might y'all asking for too much sauce, but you know I'm, I'm gonna give y'all some examples of how you can liquidate your credit card. The most simplest way to liquidate your credit card is using the PayPal method. So the PayPal method, you, you can literally do it on your computer right now. It's definitely um, legal, and um, some people do it. So the PayPal method is where you have a business PayPal account. So obviously you've had you'd have to have like a business uh, checking account stuff like that. You have a business PayPal account. And then you have um, your regular PayPal account. So you have two separate PayPal accounts that both belong to you. What you will do is you will log into your business PayPal account. You will invoice yourself. Invoice yourself to $5,000. And then what will happen is um, as it's invoiced to your regular PayPal, you're going to log into your regular PayPal. You're going to use the card you want to liquidate, right? And then pay it. As soon as you pay it, it goes to that business checking you know, you get in the one to two days. Don't do instant transfer because that'll apply more fees. But um, yeah, that's the way you can liquidate your credit card. But the thing is with PayPal, they have a 2.9% fee on top of 30 cents. So for every $1,000 you want to get, it's a $29.30 fee. So I think for $5,000, it would be something just under $150 would be the fee. So Instead of $5,000, you would get like, what, 4850 or something like that. So just keep that in mind as you um, liquidate that there are fees associated with it, associated with the PayPal method, right? A free method, let me give you all one free uh, method. So one free thing you can do is a split payment method. And this is essentially where you go to, um, let's say you go to Walmart and pretty much you bring your debit card and you bring in a credit card you want to liquidate. Let's say you get $5,000 worth of stuff. What you'll do is put like $200 to $300 on the debit and then put the remainder, $4,700, $4,800 on the credit card. So once you buy that product, get the receipt, leave, you come back, maybe you come back the next day or something like that. And what you'll do is you're going to um, do a return. So once you do the return, because both cars are on file, they're going to be like, Okay, insert your card or whatever, whichever card you want it to go on. You insert your debit, and then you'll be able to liquidate it, and you just got the $5,000. So this is a way that you can actually liquidate your credit card without a fee. And also, liquidating your credit card is also a good thing to do just off of the fact that um, you get reward points depending on the card you have, right? If you're constantly maxing out that card by putting $5,000 on top of it, you're going to get reward points. Um, discover it, for example, discover it. That's a, that's a card. You get 1% cash back on everything. So if you liquidate $5,000 on that card, you're going to get $50 automatically, but they also have an extra category, a quarterly category where you can earn 5% cash back on up to $1,500 in purchases. Um, so you get a maximum of $75 in that specific category each, uh, each quarter. So just be aware and have knowledge of the cards that you have and you can really run up a bag, right? So it's like you're using, I really love this method of hiding your utilization rate because you're using someone else's money to create money, right? To create money and avoid paying interest, right? Let's say, for example, I have a card that gives me um, 1% cash back, right? Let's use a 1% cash back example. Every month, you know, I'm constantly liquidating. Both, let's say both of my cards give me 1% cash back. Every, um, every two weeks, you know, I'm doing that liquidating, 5,000, 5,000. I'm transferring, transferring. So every month, I'm getting $50 here, $50 here in cash back. So $100 a month, that's going to cover a bill. Just based off of me, just based off of me, you know, avoiding 
paying the um, credit card interest and paying the balance on, you know, what's due. So I say that to say, y'all have the sauce. Y'all should be hiding your utilization rate. You should never, ever, ever pay interest on a credit card anymore. If you if you're in a situation where, let's say you have a card that's like twenty thousand, you have a card that's ten thousand and the twenty thousand is maxed out and the ten thousand is the one that's free. Obviously, you know, your debt exceeds what you can do to actually liquidate the credit card. So the best thing I would say you can do is just liquidate as much as you can. So liquidate that 10,000, pay half of it down, pay half of that 20,000 debt down. And um, you won't pay as much interest as if you just were paying the minimum. So hopefully, you know, that gave you all some value in this uh, short form episode. Uh, Make sure you all, you know, let me know what works for you. Let me know, um, you know, leave a review or something. That's what I'm trying to say. But yeah, I'm in Miami, about to enjoy myself for the rest of the day. Just wanted to come on here, you know, just keep it consistent and drop that value game on y'all. And y'all have a blessed one. Thanks so much for listening to the Cap Podcast. I hope you got beneficial information. I sincerely appreciate you. But remember, your credit score is where it's at because you ain't get with Cap. So get with Cap. And we're going to make it like that. You feel me? All right. Have a blessed one.